Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of PWA Public Women Announcement. I am your host, Renya, and this is season two of PWA. Um, So while you're listening, uh, if you don't mind going on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or Anchor, the app, um, you can uh, you can like our podcast on there, leave a review, and also set up your notifications so you can know when we're dropping new podcasts. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at PWA underscore podcast or Facebook. You can like us on there at PWA podcast. And I hope you enjoy this episode and I hope this episode help you with your journey of getting to know yourself. Hello everyone, once again, thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of PWA Public Women Announcement. I am your host, Renya, and on today's episode, we are going to discuss the differences between setting up an emotional wall and um, setting up emotional boundaries. So the difference between the two, I know you guys are aware of what emotional walls are and setting up boundaries, but we're just going to talk about them a little more in depth to get um, more, a more understanding of what the two are and are to, and to identify when we are setting up emotional walls and setting up boundaries. Um, so those two things are definitely very important for you to have in your life and for you to be able to have a better relationship with yourself and others. Um, you do need to be able to differentiate the difference between the two, having an emotional wall put up and setting up boundaries. So we're just going to talk about the different type of boundaries and also what to look out for whenever you're setting up an emotional wall and how you're setting up the emotional walls. And of course, at the end, I would love to hear from you guys. um, What are you guys are doing to set up your boundaries and um, what do you have up as an emotional wall whenever you're um, in a relationship with other people or with yourself? Sometimes we do set up those emotional walls within ourselves to um, we're just going to talk a little bit more about that. Um, so what type of boundaries do you guys set? I know uh, in doing some research, I came across some different types of boundaries that we typically use and we typically have within our groups of people that we communicate with or have relationships with. Um, we have um, physical boundaries, we have emotional boundaries, sexual boundaries, and also a spiritual boundary that you develop in the course of your lifetime um, whenever you're getting to know yourself and getting to know the people around you. Um, so what is a physical boundary? Um, physical boundaries are when you are very direct, uh, very um, direct with relationship or with conversations that you have with other people. Um, also, you give yourself permission to feel so you know um, those are physical boundaries. And you practice self-awareness. Um, I know that's very vague or uh, something that we all are aware of that we need to do is practice self-awareness. You know, that little feeling that you have in your gut sometimes when something is not going the right way, that's practicing self-awareness or being around a certain type of um, environment in the way that that environment makes you feel or a particular person being around that particular person, how that person makes you feel is practicing self-awareness. That way you can set that physical boundary to know you don't want to go to that place or interact with that person because you don't like the way that they make you feel. 
Another uh, part of physical boundary is um, to consider your past and your present. So, um, of course, we all have a past and we are all living in the present, obviously. Um, but we have to consider what in our past that is um, forming us to be who we are today. So we have to consider our past. Yes, sometimes some things in our past are not very pretty. They're, you know, we're not proud of them, but we still have to consider that that was our past and we are moving forward um, in the present and we want to live in the present in the moment to be able to set those boundaries. And also making self-care a priority. That's an that's also another physical boundary. So Self-care, I know a lot of people have, we've been talking about it a lot lately, especially during quarantine. Um, We're all stuck in the house. We're all stuck in one place. We can't really go where we want to go or be with our friends, families. Um, So we're stuck. Now more than ever is the best time to practice physical boundaries and making yourself a priority and having a self-care routine. So Self-care can be anything to you. Um, if you're um, if you like to dress up, you can, you know, take a day out of the week to just, you know, pamper yourself. Even if you are at home doing it, um, you can still do it. It may not be as elaborate or as grand that you would like it to be, but it is part of your self-care routine. Um, so make that a priority. If you are um, a musician and you like to sing, you can, you know, set yourself up on your phone, record something, um, just work on something that you know will make you happy from within. Um, just that is making yourself a priority. That is more, that is so important, um, for us to do, especially right now. Um, another, uh, part of boundaries. So emotional boundaries. Um, so an emotional boundary is learning, uh, to say no and having no as a complete sentence is okay. So say no to tasks that you don't want to do or you don't have time to do. Say yes when it's when when it is the time for you to say yes um, to help someone or whatever the case may be. Um, knowing to say yes, it's okay to say yes, and it's okay also to say no. Um, you can say um, thank you without an apology, regret, or shame. Um, ask for help when you need it. That is also a big part of emotional boundaries. A lot of people are too prideful to ask for help when it is needed. Um, I know I myself, I am one of those people. So it's okay to ask for help when it's needed. It's okay to be vulnerable and ask people for help. Um, delegate task. Uh, you don't have to do everything on your own. You don't have to be the superman or superwoman in your life. You can delegate the task to the people that are around you, especially now. you at home. You don't have to do everything by yourself. If you're at home by yourself, that's another thing. Um, just pace yourself whenever you have tasks that you need to accomplish while you're at home. So, you know, you, you have a list of things that you need to do. You don't have to do it all in one day. You can, you know, separate the things that are priority, put it on the top of your list and go down from there. You don't have to do it all at once. And if you are at home with other people, you can delegate some of those tasks. Um, you don't have to do it all by yourself. You, um, I know for me, I, I have two children, so 
they're not old enough to really do a lot, but they are old enough to where they can pick up after themselves, clean up and delegate some tasks to where you're not overwhelmed and doing everything on your own. It's okay to do that. It doesn't mean that you're putting off your responsibilities on someone else. It just means that you're delegating the task. That way you're not overworking yourself. Protect yourself, um, protect your time is another emotional boundaries, um, like going back to delegating the task. If you're protecting your time, that means you're pacing yourself. You are um, not over committing to things that you know you won't have time to do. And then you start to develop this anxiety, this anxious feeling where you're not accomplishing things. But in reality, you are. It's just you're over committing yourself. So protect your time is another, um, protecting your time is another uh, part of being emotional and having an emotional boundary, I should say. Um, ask for space. Yes, we are in quarantine. Yes, we don't really see um, people like we want to, but you still have to protect your space. Um, you still have to ask for space. You still have to try to get your own time it's perfectly fine to do so. Um, you can ask for space, but sometimes you have to realize if you're asking for space or if you're putting up an emotional wall. Um, the other part of setting boundaries are sexual boundaries. Yes, those do exist um, in relationships, especially in a romantic relationship, I should say, especially um, in those. So you decide what you're comfortable with and talk about it with your partners. Those are setting up sexual boundaries. In a, the way that you have those conversations, um, it's not during the time of, you know, in your private home or private bedrooms, um, those are typically not the best places to have those conversations because it can make the other person very uncomfortable to have a conversation to say that, you know, I don't like this or I want to set this type of boundary, don't want to do this. So the best places are sometimes outside of the bedroom to have those conversations. And yes, we are in quarantine and we don't really have much places to go. You can go for a long walk, um, if permitted, wherever you live. Um, you can set up, you know, something outside of your home, like out in the backyard or something, or just try to have those type of conversation outside of the bedroom. That's a great place to have them. So sexual boundaries are definitely needed in relationships, especially if you are having, um, if you're in a romantic relationship and you don't want to go that far with the person just yet, you still have to set those boundaries to let them know that, you know, you're not ready for that. So it's okay to set those boundaries. And if that person doesn't respect those boundaries that you're setting, that person is not right for you anyway. So I'm not saying for you to break up, but, you know, it's a deeper conversation that you need to have. Um, spiritual boundaries. Yes, so spiritual boundaries are a little bit trickier than the other boundaries that you set. So spiritual boundaries, um, they challenge you to really dig really deep down in your core beliefs. Um, so all of these boundaries come to spiritual boundaries. That is the most important one out of all of those boundaries that you set. Because the spiritual boundary is kind of the top. Um, part of your boundaries and it aligns everything else so if your spiritual walk with whatever or whoever your god is to you your spiritual walk is aligned to who you are in life then the other boundaries are going to be a little bit easier for you to set them so a spiritual boundary no it does not mean that you cannot be friends with someone who doesn't have the same beliefs as you but it also 
it kind of help you to navigate in life and kind of, um, you know, choose your friendships wisely. Most people with the same faith will be friends. Most people who have the same core beliefs in life are going to be friends because they share that commonality in their relationship. So having a spiritual boundary is very, very important because it can help you to not go to places that you don't feel comfortable. If you don't, if someone is worshiping Satan and you're not someone who worships Satan, you're not going there because that's not some place that you will be comfortable. So that alone will help you set those um, those emotional boundaries. You could say no um, to that, or you could just, you know, that's just something I'm not comfortable with doing. That's setting up boundaries. So spiritual boundaries is first and foremost, the most important boundary that you can set in your life because it helps to navigate your life from that point on. And it helps you to develop the other boundaries. Um, So if you have a strong spiritual walk with whoever your God is, that will help you develop your other boundaries. And yes, there are some compromise that you do in life. However, when it comes to spiritual, I feel like that's not something that you can compromise on when you're having relationships with people. Um, I'm sorry, but I will not, I could not be friends with someone who is a devil worshiper. That's just not part of my life. That's just not who I am in life. So I know that alone will be, I will be able to set that boundary and I will say no and I will excuse myself and know that I am not welcome in that environment and I will not make myself welcome. Those are just not some compromises that I'm willing to do. So having set spiritual boundaries help you to develop the other boundaries in life. So why do we create these boundaries? Why are boundaries things that we need to help us to help guide us in life so boundaries um in doing some research i came across this psychologist and she was talking about um boundaries and the reason why we develop boundaries so uh, we develop boundaries in order to know where you stand in life in relation to yourself and others so like i was saying in the beginning boundaries are set for you to know who you truly are and who you are in life as a person and as it relates to others. So boundaries are very, very important things that you need to set in your life in order for you to know who you truly are. If you just accept any and everything that comes your way or anything, you're part of every single group, you're part of every single thing that happens in life, then how do you know what you really like? How do you know who you truly are and what you don't like? Because you just go along with everything. So setting up boundaries really help you to become who you truly are in life. And um, so that's my spill on boundaries. (laughs) So now we'll move on to emotional walls. So what are emotional walls? What is an emotional wall? So emotional walls are not usually conscious efforts to define yourself, but unconscious efforts to protect yourself. So subconsciously, your brain will develop these emotional walls because it wants to protect you. So emotional walls, um, it's your subconscious reacting to your emotional fears. So if you're, for example, if you're always thinking being vulnerable with your feelings um, will result to pain, so your subconscious will definitely help you suppress those feelings in order to protect you from feeling those pain. So emotional walls are all in your brain. It's all 
within you. So you develop those based on your fears and based on how you show emotions. Um, so if I'm not an emotional person, because I feel like if I show too much emotion, I will not feel good in the end or I'll be hurt or betrayed or something like that. Um, my brain is going to trigger whenever I'm about to show a lot of emotion. It's going to trigger for me to shut down, to put that wall up and not show that much emotion because that is not going to end up well. So emotional boundaries, that's just what it is. So the emotional walls are, they're set so you don't have to feel pain. Emotional walls are in your life to protect you in a way and just to help you not feel pain. So the way that you can bypass emotional walls, um, just practice self-awareness that goes back to your boundaries. You practicing self-awareness, physical boundaries. So once you start realizing that you set these emotional walls or you set these walls whenever you're about to um, express your feelings or express something that doesn't, you know, that you don't, you normally don't do, you start to realize, okay, I put this wall up. Why do I put this wall up? And why is it that I'm not okay with opening up to people to allow myself to be, to be vulnerable? Yes, you may have had bad experiences in the past, but like I said, you consider your past and your present. So consider the past and know that you are in the present. What happened in the past is not here today. So you have to be able to let go of the past in order for you to move forward. Oh, I'm speaking to myself. So um, you have to be able to consider your past and move forward so you can stop having these emotional walls and just emotional walls are not healthy at all at all they make you feel like you have this blockage that you cannot express yourself if you know that you have these emotional walls and you are aware of yourself those are the first things that you need to work on whenever you're setting up boundaries and knowing why you have the emotional walls are definitely a big big deal for you so this episode, I'm just going to recap a little bit. We talked about the different type of boundaries and what they are, how to use them. Also, what is an emotional wall? So, um, like I said, emotional walls are subconscious and boundaries are conscience. So your conscious mind is setting up these boundaries because you physically set these boundaries. Emotional walls are within and your subconscious is reacting to those boundaries that you've set. So like, I'm pretty sure you guys have heard this numerous times, you know, your words are important. Your words matter. Words do matter. And your, the thought process that you have, it matters because your thought process can result into your emotional walls without even realizing it. So it's very, very important for you to know when you're setting up these emotional walls and making sure that they are healthy emotional walls. So that's my spiel on today. Um, I hope you guys really enjoyed this because I enjoyed doing the research on this topic. And um, of course, I would love to hear from you guys. What are some emotional walls that you guys set? And what are some of the boundaries that you're working on setting for yourself and for the people around you? Um, I know that whole list of boundaries, I'm working on all of them. So <laughs> I will be sharing more on that and um, 
don't forget to listen to our podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and all the other platforms that we're on. And please follow us on Apple and see whenever we drop a new episode. That was it. And this is, again, season two of PWA. So excited. And I will see you guys the next time I record. Or I will hear you guys the next time I record. We are still in quarantine. All right. Peace and blessings. So thank you for listening to that episode of PWA Public Women Announcement. I hope you were able to find something to help you along your journey in life. And if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, or whatever platform that you choose to listen this podcast on, I do hope that you can leave us with a review to let me know how I'm doing, especially if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. Um, please leave us a review so that way I know um, that you are listening and your thoughts uh, regarding the episode. And of course, I think. Thank you, thank, thank, thank you for listening. Peace and blessings to you.